Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Welcome to Fresh Encounter, the radio ministry of Lifelong Anointing Church. Our mission as a church is to equip the body of Christ to increase in wisdom and in stature, and in favor with God and with men. We're glad that you joined us for this edition of the broadcast. It is our prayer that this broadcast will be a blessing to you. Here now is Pastor Otuno with today's message. Job chapter 28. The Bible began a long discussion. If you read the entire chapter, it's a long discussion about the nature and the characteristics of wisdom. Job chapter 28, Job chapter 28, reading from verse number 7, the Bible tells us the nature of wisdom. It said, The path no bird knew, nor has the falcon's eye seen. The proud lion have not strolled in, nor has the fierce lion passed over. He's talking about the nature of wisdom. Number two, we see in verse number 9 to number 10, the power of wisdom. The power of wisdom. He puts in his hands in the flint. He overturns the mountains at the root. He cuts out channels on the rock. And his eyes see precious things. That is the power of wisdom. So apart from the nature of wisdom, the power of wisdom, in verse number 12, it tells us the scarcity of wisdom. Wisdom is not common. He said, but where can wisdom be found? And where is the place of understanding? Man does not know its value, nor is it found in the land of the living. Which means wisdom is not common. Wisdom is not common. Wisdom is is scarce. Wisdom, true wisdom, is very scarce. Not only that, in verse number 23, it tells us the source of that window, where you can find that wisdom. Verse number 23 says, God understands his way. He knows its place. That means it is God who knows where wisdom can be found. And finally, the Bible now tells us what wisdom is all about. Verse number 28, he says, And to man, he said, Behold the fear of the Lord. That is wisdom. The fear of the Lord. That is wisdom. And to depart from evil is understanding. So the Lord is saying, If you want to build your life according to my pattern, I'm giving you the first building block. And that building block is what? Wisdom. And what is this particular wisdom? He said, wisdom from this verse of the scripture in the book of Job 28, 28, he said, wisdom is the fear of the Lord. So when you're building your life, when you're building your marriage, when you're building your career, when you're building any department of your life, God is saying, apply my fear to it and you will begin to see difference. Apply my fear to the way you do your business and you will begin to see difference. In other words, wisdom is the respect for the Lord. When you respect what God has to say concerning any department of your life, you are applying wisdom. When you are in awe and you reverence the things that God has to say concerning your life, you are operating in wisdom. When you submit in obedience to the word of God, you are operating in wisdom. Wisdom is all about the fear of the Lord. And the fear of the Lord is not just... No, it's not just you shaking and trembling. It's respecting the Almighty God. It's valuing the Almighty God. It's esteeming the Word of God. It's obeying the Word of God. It's submission to the Word of God. And our Lord Jesus Christ now began to give us an insight and give us a clearer understanding of what wisdom is all about. If you look at the book of Matthew chapter 7, 
Matthew chapter 7, reading from verse number 24, Jesus began to give us an understanding of what wisdom is all about. He said, therefore, whosoever hears the sayings of man and does them, I will liken him to what? A wise man. So it is not enough for you to hear the word of God. It is when you do those words, that is when you are considered to be a wise man. Jesus is saying, wisdom is not just fearing God. Because fearing God means you are hearing the word of God and you are doing it. You are hearing the word of God and you are obeying it. You are hearing the word of God and you are applying it into your life. You are hearing the word of God and you are making sure that your life conforms with what you are hearing. That's what Jesus is saying. So when you see a wise man, is a person who sees what he knows. He, who finds out the truth from the word of God and apply it to his life. A wise man is somebody who takes the word of God and begin to conform his life to fit that particular world. A wise man is somebody who takes the word of God and models his life around that particular world. Wisdom is hearing and doing the word of God. Now this wisdom that I'm talking about, that I've described to you so far, is what is called the divine wisdom of God. But one thing I want you to understand is that that is not the only wisdom that is available. There are several kinds of wisdom. Different types of wisdom that we see in this world. In James chapter 3, the Bible gives us an array of the various kind of wisdom that is out there. James chapter 3, reading from verse number 13, the Bible says, Who is wise and understanding among you? Who? Let him show by good conduct that his works are done in the meekness of wisdom. But if you have bitter envy and self-seeking in your heart, do not boast and lie against the truth. This wisdom does not descend from above, but it is earthly, sensual, and demonic. For where envy and self-seeking exists, confusion and every evil things are there. But the wisdom that is from above is first pure, then peaceable, then gentle, willing to yield, full of mercy, good fruits, without partiality and without hypocrisy. Now the fruit of righteousness is sown in peace by those who make peace. So from this verse of the scripture, you see the various types of wisdom that exist in our world today. The first one you see is what is called earthly or natural wisdom. Earthly or natural wisdom. He said this wisdom does not come from above, but is earthly. So there is a particular wisdom that is earthly. And that kind of wisdom is the wisdom that you are born with. Nobody teach a baby how to suck milk when he's hungry. Nobody tells you, don't tell you don't want to eat and take the food and say, okay. No, nobody does that. It's, it's part of your DNA. It's earthly. If you are born with it, it's natural. Okay? The second kind of wisdom is the intellectual wisdom. A wisdom that you acquire through study by the application of your senses. When you begin to deploy your senses, that is what is called intellectual wisdom. The Bible says this wisdom does not descend from heaven, but it's earthly and sensual. Using of your senses. Number three is what is called the satanic wisdom. There are some satanic signs that people in this part of the world may not understand. But the satanic science that is able to deploy the use of occultic and satanic powers, they use their own wisdom also. And that is why they will put something in somebody's body and you will go and take x-ray and x-ray will never find it. You are dying but nobody can see. The doctors cannot see. That is what is called satanic wisdom. And there are many people who are preaching it in our world today. And then finally, is the divine wisdom which I talked to you earlier about. And the Bible tells us, but the wisdom that is from above, that is the divine wisdom of God, is pure, then peaceable, is gentle, willing to yield, 
full of mercy and good fruits, without partiality and without hypocrisy. That is the wisdom that comes down from the presence of God. So when God wants you to build your life, when he wants you to build your career, when he wants you to build your family, God is saying, apply this wisdom that comes from above. When God is talking about divine wisdom to build according to pattern, he's saying, use my divine power, use my wisdom to be able to build your life according to what I have revealed unto you. God is talking about you hearing his words and using the word that you hear to build your life. There is a word that he has spoken concerning your life. There is a word that he has spoken concerning your career. There is a word that he has spoken concerning your marriage. There is a word that he has spoken concerning your children. There is a word for every department of your life. What God is saying, when he says you should build in wisdom, is take that word and apply it to your life. When you talk about the finances, there are things that God has said that you can do if you want to enjoy financial blessings. He said, take those words, apply it to your finances, and see what happens. And that is why when people give and they think that they are doing God a favor, is because of lack of understanding. Whatever you do in the house of God is not for the benefit of God. Please understand that. It is for your own benefit. The Bible says God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. It doesn't change. Whether you tight, it doesn't change. You don't tight, it doesn't change. You praise him, it doesn't change. You don't praise him, it doesn't make any difference. It is for your own benefit. And God is saying, if you want to build your life, any department of your life, all I want you to do is just access what I have said concerning that area. Apply it to your life and you will see the results. But if you refuse to apply it, then you don't get the result. The question then becomes, why does God want you to use his divine wisdom in building according to his own pattern? Why? Why is God insisting? Why does he just give you the pattern and then you do it the way you want to do it? I mean, it's a democratic society. How can God tell me how that's the way to do it? Eh? That is unfair. It is just not fair. And we can argue that. You, know, you can complain to God. I say, God, I don't like your style. I want to use my style. And God says, okay, go ahead. Use your own style. But why does God insist? Why does he insist that you must use his wisdom in building according to his pattern? Let's go back to Job chapter 28. You will see the answers there. In Job 28, the Bible describes the excellency of wisdom. That is what wisdom is able to do for you. The Bible gives us reasons why people who want to make an impact in this particular world, why they need to build according to the pattern using the divine wisdom of the Almighty God. And the first reason for using divine wisdom to build according to pattern is because divine wisdom has the ability to overcome or overturn difficulties. Look at verse number 9. He says, He puts his hand on the flint. He overturns the mountain at its roots. Mountains represent obstacles. Talks about difficulty. He said the wisdom of the Almighty God not only moves mountain. He said it takes the root of the mountain and takes it out. That's why you apply the wisdom of God. Because it has the ability to overturn the difficulties of your life. Number two, wisdom has the ability to create solution. Look at verse number 10. He said it cuts channels in the rock. That's difficult places. God cuts channels through the rock and the eyes sees precious things. In other words, you are able to see solution. You are able to see blessings. When people are seeing impossibilities, you are seeing possibility. When you apply the divine wisdom of the Almighty God. 
So the world it looks like it is a foolish idea when they say when the Bible says the way up is down. People look at you and say, How can you do that? But when you apply the wisdom of God, it creates solution so that those who actually debase themselves are exalted. Number three, why do you use God's divine wisdom in building according to pattern? You do so because wisdom overturns death and hell. Wisdom overturns death and hell. Please understand, death is not only physical death. Death means separation. When you apply wisdom, the things that bring separation in the life of people no longer apply to you. The Bible says in verse number 22, it says, destruction and death say, we have heard a report about it with our ears, but they have no power over it. That's what wisdom can do for you. Number four, we use divine wisdom to build according to God's pattern because wisdom, divine wisdom of God, enthrones an individual. It sets you on a high places. It sets you in a place of command. Look at the book of Romans 8, verse number 14. It says, By thee, kings reign and rulers decree justice. By me. In other words, when you operate in the wisdom of God, you will be enthroned. You will be uplifted. It was the wisdom of God that operated in the life of Joseph that a man was brought from the prison and all of a sudden, within 24 hours, the man became a prime minister. Under any calculation, that would never have happened. But it is the wisdom of God that operated in the life of Joseph that made that possible. When the wisdom of God operates in your life, it enthrones you. It said, by me, kings reign. That's what wisdom do for you. And that's why God wants you to operate in his wisdom. And then not only that, wisdom will operate, will build according to a pattern and God wants us to use his wisdom because wisdom ensures enduring riches. Look at Proverbs 8.18. He says, riches and honor are with me. Enduring riches and righteousness. The Bible is saying, if you get your riches, if you get your honor, if you get your promotion, if you get your advancement, if you got your exhortation, whatever you get in life, he says, if you get it through my wisdom, through divine wisdom, it will be enduring. It's not going to disappear overnight. And that's why there are some politicians or some people who have made money one way or the other and we don't even hear of them anymore. While there are some people who were rich when we were small boy, and they are still rich up to today because they have an enduring riches. The wisdom of God the Bible says, riches and honors are with me, enduring riches and righteousness. So that's why God says, use my wisdom, so that whatever you get is lasting. Whatever you get is not just for the moment. It doesn't just stay for today. It remains till tomorrow. And finally, number seven, we use divine wisdom to build according to God's pattern, because divine wisdom builds up. When you use the wisdom of God, it always builds up. It always elevates. It always grows. And that's why the Bible tells us in the book of Proverbs chapter 3 verse 19, it said, the Lord by wisdom founded the earth. The Lord by wisdom founded the earth. By understanding, he established the heavens. So it is the wisdom of God that is keeping what you are seeing today. Keeping it. It's what keeps going. It is the wisdom of God that builds this particular earth, that builds the universe, and that sustains that universe. The same thing, God is saying, use my wisdom if you are planning to build anything. I will give you divine wisdom. And these are just some of the reasons why God is saying, you should be using my wisdom when you are building according to my pattern. The problem with this approach is that divine wisdom is not common. There's one of my teachers that used to say, common sense is not common. Divine wisdom is not common. If you read Job chapter 28, 
Verse number 12, the Bible tells us that. He said, where can wisdom be found? Say, where can wisdom be found? Where is the place of understanding? Verse number 12, that answers the question. It says, man does not know its value, nor is it found in the land of the living. In other words, it is not naturally found among men. The wisdom of God is not naturally found among men. That's what the Bible is saying. But verse number 14 says, the deep says it's not in me. The sea says this is not in me. In other words, this particular divine wisdom of God is not found through philosophical thinking. It's not found in the halls of academics. And that is why you see PhDs, they open their mouth and talk complete rubbish. Because the wisdom of God does not come from the halls of academic learnings. It doesn't come from philosophical thinking. And that's why you see people who have all the philosophy, but they make some statement that you say, even a small boy knows that what you are saying is just pure rubbish. So it is not found in deep thinking or academic level. Verse number 15 says, it cannot be purchased for gold nor silver weighed for its place. In other words, you cannot buy the wisdom of God with money. If you are going to buy the wisdom of God with money, some of us will never even have access to it. Because we are having difficulty keeping our checkbook balance. Talk about going to buy wisdom. But it's saying that it cannot be purchased for gold. You cannot buy it with money. You cannot buy it with connection. We cannot buy it with anything. And verse number 21 says, It is hidden from the eyes of all living and concealed from the birds of the air. In other words, it is not something that is accessible to just anybody. The question now becomes, if divine wisdom is so scarce, where can you find it? How can we as individuals access the wisdom of God? How can you? Because the wisdom of God is available to all the children of God. The question is, how do you access it? How do you access it? Look at verse number 23. Verse number 23 tells us, he said, God understands its way. And he knows its place. In other words, for you to access the wisdom of God, only God can give you that kind of access. And that's why the Bible tells us the book of Psalm 25 verse 14. He said, the secret of the Lord is with those who fear him. And he will show them his covenants. The secret of the Almighty God is with those who fear him. So if you want to have access to the wisdom of God, you need to first of all fear the Lord. Okay? The secret of the Lord is to those who fear him, and he will show them his covenants. In other words, the wisdom of God is only accessed by those that fear the Lord. So you see, number one, the first way to access the wisdom of God is for you to have the fear of God in your heart. If you don't have the fear of God in your heart, God will not release his wisdom into your care. A man you don't respect, or an authority that you don't recognize. You go to the place of work, you don't respect your supervisor, you don't respect your manager, and you expect when it comes to the time of promotion that your name will be on the list of people who are recommended for promotion. You are sadly mistaken. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. If you recommend you, that supervisor is smoking something. But the idea is this. Only the authority that you recognize, that is the authority that works for you. So the idea that God is saying here is that for people who will access the wisdom of God, they must, as a matter of requirement, fear the Lord. Because the person that you respect, the person that you reverence, the person that you appreciate, the person that you obey, that is the person that confides in you. That is the person that begins to tell you, hey, this is what I intend to do. This is my plan. This is what I want to do for all. This is the direction that I want to go. When you have that particular reference for that person, the reference for the Almighty God is the number one way to access the wisdom of God. 
Number two, to access the wisdom of God is by the word of God. Look at the book of Psalm 19 verse 7. It said, the law of the Lord is perfect, combating the soul. The testimony of the Lord is sure, making wise the simple. When you take the word of God and you enjoy and you digest it and you ruminate upon it and you make sure it permeates your being, wisdom of God shows up because the word of God is the wisdom of God. So you access it, number one, by referencing the Lord. Number two, by through the word of God. And number three, you access the wisdom of God by the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. Job 32 verse 7 says, I said, age shall speak. And multitudes of years shall teach wisdom. But there is a spirit in man. And the breath of the Almighty gives him understanding. The breath of the Almighty gives him understanding. So there are things that you will not understand except the Spirit of God dwells inside of you. And that's why you can preach to somebody from now until your face turns blue. If the Spirit of God is not working in the heart of that person to bring conviction, they will not understand the message of salvation. But you find that eventually when you become saved, you begin to wonder, why was I not responding to this message before now? The Bible says there is a Spirit in man. And the breath of the Almighty that gives him wisdom. So you access the wisdom of the Almighty God through the Holy Spirit of the Almighty God. The inspiration of the Holy Spirit of God. And that's why the, God's divine wisdom is not common. Because men who seek this wisdom do not reference the Lord. They don't fear the Lord. They don't get this wisdom because the people who are seeking it, they are not immersing themselves in the word of God. And they refuse to allow the Spirit of God to walk through them. When all those three things are missing, you have no access to the wisdom of God. Now for those who have access to the divine wisdom of God through the word of God and through his spirit, how does the wisdom of God help you to build according to pattern? How does it help you to build your life, build your family, build your marriage, build your career, build your finances? How does the spirit, the wisdom of God help you to build according to pattern? Divine wisdom helps you to build according to pattern because divine wisdom gives you supernatural access to divine secrets. That's how it does it. It opens your eyes to see what you don't see, what you don't know. You remember the story of Daniel when the Bible tells us that Nebuchadnezzar, after dreaming, forgot the dream, you know, and now said, okay, I want somebody to interpret for me. The Bible says that the secret was revealed to Daniel in a vision of night. So Daniel blessed the God. You know that what Daniel gained access to the dream that Nebuchadnezzar had. Why? Because he had access to the wisdom of God. So divine wisdom helps you to build according to pattern because it gives you divine access to the secret of the things of God. Daniel, who was not living with the king, who was not in the same house with the king, was sleeping somewhere else, was able to see the dream that the man was having in his own house. That is only possible by the wisdom of God. And that's how wisdom builds your life. That's how we help you to be able to build your life according to the pattern that God has set for you. It gives you supernatural access to secret things. When you have access, when you have access to the wisdom of God. Number two, divine wisdom helps you build according to pattern because divine wisdom gives you supernatural insights. Not just access, but insight. And that was why Elisha, the Bible tells us that Elisha was able to sit in his own house and can tell the king of Israel, to say, when you are traveling, don't go through I-24. Because in Israel at that day, they had two highways. Highway 65 and Highway 34. 
So he said, don't go through 24. The, the Syrian king is waiting for you on 24. Go through 65. The point I'm making is that it gives you divine access when you have the wisdom of God. You do things that people begin to wonder. Look at this man called Isaac. The Bible said there was famine in the land. And this man had access to the wisdom of God. And God said, hey, don't go anywhere. Just stay where you are and plant. And people will look at it. This man has finally lost it. The secret was revealed to Daniel in a night vision. Because he had access to the wisdom of God. Number three, how does wisdom help you to build according to pattern? Wisdom helps you to build according to the pattern that God is showing you. Because wisdom gives you supernatural know-how. It's not just the access. Not just the insight. But how things are done. That's what wisdom gives you. Look at the life of Joseph. The Bible tells us, here was a man that was pulled from prison. He has not been told what he was going to do. He just got there. And the Lord says, this is what I say. At that instant, he had access to the wisdom of the Almighty God. And God gave him not just the revelation, not just the interpretation, but how to carry out that particular assignment. Joseph was not schooled in the agricultural things, but he was able to tell them, this is how you preserve. This is how you build the silos. This is how you take in all the food. This is how you preserve them for seven years. This is how you distribute. You see, the man had agricultural understanding, agricultural know-how, economic know-how, food preservation know-how, all of a sudden, true access to the divine wisdom of the Almighty God. And that is why when you operate in that wisdom, you do things that they will ask you, have you studied this before? You say, no, it just came to me. Because that is what divine wisdom does for you. It gives you the ability, the know-how to do things that will help you to build your life according to the way God is taking you. That's what divine wisdom does for you. Number four, your divine wisdom helps you to build according to pattern because divine wisdom gives you depth of understanding. Depth of understanding that you can never find in a book. When you are talking to somebody, you can see their hearts. It gives you divine discernment, divine understanding. Somebody is talking to you and you can understand exactly where they are coming from, what needs to be done. The Bible talks about the children of Isaac. He said they are the ones that have an understanding of time so that they know what to do. At that point in time, when you have access to the wisdom of God, it gives you divine, supernatural depth of understanding. Romans chapter 11 verse 33 tells us, Oh, the depth of the riches of both the wisdom and the knowledge of God. How unsearchable are his judgment and his ways are past finding out. But he gives his children access to it. The depth of the riches of both wisdom and knowledge is past finding out. But those who are connected to the Almighty God have access to it. And that's what God is saying. If you have access to it, you can build your life. Number five, divine wisdom helps you build according to pattern because divine wisdom gives you supernatural inspiration. Because as you walk in that wisdom, all of a sudden something comes to you. And if you implement what it gives you at that point in time, it opens a new door for you. You begin to do things that people begin to wonder. You become a wonder to people. First Corinthians chapter 2 verse 13 tells us, These things we also speak, not in words which man's wisdom teaches, but which the Holy Spirit teaches, comparing things which are spiritual with spiritual. In other words, the Lord gives you divine inspiration. This is how wisdom helps you to build your life, your family, your church, and everything that concerns you, giving us supernatural access to deep things of God. Giving us supernatural insight to the secret things of God. Giving us supernatural know-how to how things work. Giving us supernatural depth and inspiration for the, how things work in our life. 
How then do you build your own life? How do I build my life? According to the pattern that God is showing us using God's divine wisdom. How do you do it? My brothers and sisters, you do it, number one, by seeking that wisdom. You have to seek that wisdom. James chapter 1 verse 5 tells us, See, if any man lacks wisdom, let him ask God, that gives to all men liberally, and it shall be given to him. You ask, you seek for that particular wisdom. Lord, I don't know how to operate this particular area of my life. And I need your wisdom in this area. And God is a faithful God. He said, if anyone lacks wisdom, ask, and I will give it. Number two, how do you build your life with the wisdom of the Almighty God? You build your life using divine wisdom. Number two, by acquiring wisdom. It's one thing for you to seek wisdom. It's another thing for you to acquire the knowledge. That means you digest the knowledge. You seek the knowledge. You pull the knowledge in. You begin to look at an area and you pull information that you need for that particular area. Every department of your life, God has something to say about it. Your job is to find out what God has said. Concerning your marriage, concerning your finance, concerning your health, find out what God has said and acquire that particular knowledge. That's how you build your life in it. Thank you very much for listening to our program today. We invite you to join us every Sunday at 10 a.m. for our Sunday worship service at 2711 Murfreesboro Road in Antioch, Tennessee. We also host Bible study and prayer meetings every Friday at 7 p.m. Visit us online at www.lifelonganointing.com and on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. Join us next time for another edition of Fresh Encounter. On behalf of Lifelong Anointing Church, we thank you for listening.